This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You don't think I know what everybody wants? I know everybody wants to see me seething mad, stuff coming out of my mouth, or emotional. I get it. I mean... It's different than what other media outlets provide. It's an off-the-cuff reaction with me walking and stuff just pouring out of me. Basically from somebody who gives a damn, just like you do. I understand. And I think if you look, I guess I should introduce the segment here. This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com coming to you from an undisclosed location once again. Following Arkansas's 24-21 loss to the Alabama Crimson Tide, another close loss. I think uh, if you take this game and look at it by itself, do you really get to be upset about a 24-21 road loss in Tuscaloosa? Probably not. It's just when you take these other four losses and plop them on top of it, and you got two and five. And yeah, you get to be ticked off about that. You get to be mad. Now, I think a lot of people think it's media's job to, and I know I'm a different type of media person, but I I think it, people think it's media's job to like co- call for coaches' heads and stuff. and. It's not. I mean, and I've, I know I've done it a couple of times. Um, John Pelfrey, Chad Morris, obviously. And those were situations where I saw the team had just quit on them. The team had quit on the coach. There's so many internal problems with the program. Somebody had to say something type of thing. And not that other people, not that fans weren't and all that kind of stuff, but somebody, you know, I guess like me. But it's it's just it's a little different here and sam Pittman knows as much as anybody out there you got to win football games you got to win but this team still fights for him and that's that's the difference ultimately yeah you got to win or you're going to get fired he knows it i've never heard a coach say the word fire more than sam Pittman has said in his career at arkansas but he knows that and i mean i know my heart hurts for sam Pittman and this team and the reason I know that is because I care. I care about him. I care about the guy, the team, the Razorbacks, the state. And it wouldn't hurt if I didn't feel that way. And I'm just supposed to talk about how I feel. Whoa, I almost got scared again. It's windy out here. I'm supposed to talk about how I feel, and that's all I'm doing is talking about how I feel. And, again, he knows he's got to win games. And this is a tough one because it was there for you. You had a shot. Now, let's talk about the game a little bit. Cam Little's a freaking stud. 49-yard field goal, 55-yard field goal. At, what did he do, 56 last week? Guy's an animal. Uh, and, hey, about, how about Max Fletcher? I mean, like since that 10-yard punt that he had, I mean, he's been booming the ball. Now he had one that was 30, but it rolled pretty well. Landon Jackson, hell of a game. I mean, he's probably going to get SEC Defensive Player of the Week, at least SEC Defensive Lineman of the Week. They'll probably throw a co in there. You know they will. But hell of a game by him, hell of a game by the defense. Defense has been there for you 25 out of 28 quarters this year. They had a lull there in the middle of the game. They had a lull. Um, That Alabama defense is stout, super stout. But still, let's really talk about this offense, okay? Because Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. 
This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. You, 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 it was right there for you. And, you know, you gave up a sack at the end of the game. Now, it's not Andrew Shambly's fault that he's out there. I, I think it's more on, on the coaches for not recognizing that. You know, you want to talk to Sam Pittman about something like, how come you didn't recognize that the offensive line was going to be in this kind of shape? And I know they've had some injuries. Dewan Manuel's been out, and that was a guy that they were really counting on. And, uh, you know, you've had some other guys. You talked about some hand injuries and stuff like that. But overall, the offensive line has just been a disaster all year. And I hate to call out Shambly, and I'm not, I'm not doing that. He's just not, and I've said all year, he's got a lot of potential. He's just not ready. Neither is Kudas. They're just not ready, and they're forced out there. Now, they did play a little better overall, but when it came down to it, you gave up a sack on your game-winning drive when you had to have it. You know, and like you got DeBinion who falls down. Like, why is it always the turf monster gets you when you have a running lane? It's right there. Why is it then? I mean, that would have been a huge run, and he fell down on it. And meanwhile, you got A.J. Green who barely plays. I think he had like six carries for 44 yards. And people have talked about that a lot. And there's been definitely been some talk about, like, why aren't you identifying, you know, talent when these guys are going out and making plays? Like, where, where have they been? Like Ty Washington, for example. Isaiah Satania had a touchdown catch today. But overall, the offense was just really not very good. And it took KJ being KJ. It's the thing I say all the time. Like, this is why he thinks he can jump from 12, 12 feet out into the end zone against Texas A&M. It's a reason he thinks he can do that because of the plays that he makes. I mean, fighting that dude off and then finding Varkey's gums was amazing. He had a 23-yard run on that. Let's talk about how Arkansas got back in the game. They're down 24-6, and you've got two key penalties. It's not because, like, the play calling got so much better all of a sudden. You had two key third-down penalties that kept that drive going. And then, yes, you did have a nice play over the middle that slant to, to Isaiah Satania. The next drive was, again, just K.J. Jefferson being K.J. For the most part, he had uh, – a 23-yard run. He had that, you know, broke the tackle, found Varkey's gums, had a nice gain on that, and then had a really nice touchdown catch. And, you know, I give Eno's credit for dialing that one up. But, like, overall, let's talk about, like, just how stagnant this offense was. Aside from that uh, two-play, six-yard, 50-second drive to end the first half, there was five straight – was it five straight or six straight? I think it was five straight three and outs, which is just way too much. And, like, and for your defense to be playing as well as they are to hold Alabama to 24 points, you just got to get more. And it just felt like so much was like, you know, throwing the, ball, throwing the ball out to the flats, draw play, you know, runs up the middle, all these different, like, you know, anything but downfield. Like, when, how long of a stretch was it before we saw a play downfield? And, like, you got second and one. You got a second one, not even one, like half a yard, really. And it's a, play, it's a run up the middle. Like, you can call anything there. Throw it deep there. I mean, don't just throw it deep just to heave it, but, like, Let's call something, let's call some verticals something, you know, something downfield, a post pattern. Also, you know, something else I take exception, and this is little, this is a small detail, but like, you know, it's right before half and it's fourth down and you're thinking about, should we go for it here or should we punt, you know? And I think punting is the right call though, but how about lining up and delivering a hard count and if you don't get it, 
than just let the play clock run down and take the penalty. What's wrong with that? Instead of just calling a timeout just to go punt it, and you, just, you burn a timeout, and you know you can get the ball back right before half. Like it, I know it's a small thing, but just like little details like that, just take every advantage you can get. But no, those scoring drives, you got aided by penalties. You got aided by, um, you know, KJ, KJB and KJ also. It wasn't just like the play calling got so much better. Uh, it's unfortunate the way that ended because you had an opportunity to really take the clock down, put a nice long drive together. Uh, Arkansas had some momentum build up. But guys, 250 yards of offense just isn't going to get it done. It's just not. And how bad is that, okay? Every, every opponent Alabama has played this year, except for Middle Tennessee State, their first game of the season, every other opponent has put up more yards against Alabama than Arkansas did in this game. Now, points-wise, that's not necessarily true. Ole Miss only put up 10 points against them. Um, and Alabama's elite on defense. They are. They're elite on defense. But still, you just, it's almost like, you know, sometimes you got to take some more chances. And I just felt like it was really, really conservative. Now, at the same time, you can't pass protect. And I'm sure Dan Enos is considering that aspect of it, that, you know, if we try to drop back pass, then they're, you know, they're going to kill KJ. Rocket Sanders, disappointing. I don't know that we're going to see Rocket Sanders back this year, just the kind of the way that Sam Pittman said. Um, hopefully, hopefully we do, and I'm just misreading that, but it sounds like maybe not. And, uh, man, guys, this stretch coming up is every single one of these games is winnable. I know nobody wants to hear that, and, you know, everybody's – nobody expected two and five. Like, the BYU loss is a killer and then you, you keep losing these close games. And, but that's the thing of it too, it's like, and I'm not like excusing losing close games because losses are losses. And especially when they pile up, it, it just gets worse and it gets annoying. But it's not like they're just going out there and getting the crap kicked out of them. You know, Texas A&M I thought was like, you know, a good bit better than them, especially on the defense. Like the matchup with Texas A&M was tough because they were so good on the defensive line and Arkansas's offensive line is just, just not very good. They lost by 12 in that game. You know, lose by three to LSU, lose by seven to Ole Miss, lose by three to Alabama, lose by seven to BYU. Like I said, they're st they still fight for the guy. You know, some of the things that I appreciate about Sam, and I know everybody gets, you know, a guy, once somebody's around long enough, you, you start to get tired of their mannerisms, start to get tired of, you know, some of the things they say all the time. But I always found Sam Pittman refreshing and honest Generally, you know, he's not going to be completely honest when it comes to injuries and things like that. That's almost said things of that nature. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I've always I appreciate him generally, but um, it is frustrating. And he knows, again, like anybody else, that if they don't start turning things around, then it could get kind of sticky. It just can't. It just can. I don't think that would be a happy day. I don't think starting over again is necessarily a positive thing. I see people saying like, I hope Arkansas loses this game so they'll fire Sam Pittman. It's a ridiculous thing to say. I, I mean, I, I would think only a child would say something like that. Because it's, it's just, it's not, I mean, what you need to be hoping for is like they turn this thing around and get it figured out. And then you look to next year and Maybe they can recognize and maybe he's learned enough as a head coach. And I hear people say that they should have hired this guy or they should have hired that guy. 
I'm sorry, guys. Like, I followed this coaching search. Nobody covers a coaching search like I do. I've, I've gotten really good at it over the years, unfortunately. Nobody wanted the job. I mentioned there was one coach that said I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. It's where coaches come to die. Nobody wanted the job. When Sam Pittman was hired, it was just like, what a culture fit at Arkansas. You remember that? Remember when we were talking like that? Everybody else, they're going to model their hire after what Arkansas has done. And teams have done that. But fast forward four years, and it doesn't, it doesn't look too good right now. Now, Mississippi State, they're on a bye this week, I believe. Of course, after all this stuff, uh, after this awful road stretch, like nobody should ever have to endure that. And like, if if it if Pittman is let go at the end of the season, he could probably call up you know whoever did the SEC schedule and say, "Appreciate you, thanks, buddy." I mean, that's it's just ridiculous. Like, I know the Arlington game is stupid, right? It's it's everybody hates it for the most part. Maybe some people don't. Most people seem to hate it that I talk to. They're over it. They want it out of there. Everybody at the U of A wants it out. I want it out. You want it out. But the SEC knew that game was in Arlington and knew Arkansas was going to be on the road. They knew that when they scheduled everything. And they still did it. Nobody should be forced to have to play four games like Arkansas just did. And that's why the BYU loss um, was such a bad loss for Arkansas. And BYU's not a bad team. But you, you just have to win that game at home. Now, this Mississippi State game is about as must-win as there is. Like, they've got to win. They've got to beat Mississippi State. They have got to beat Mississippi State. There's no other way around that. And I'm not, I'm not project like, when I projected, like, what Arkansas could do this season, I said eight wins, which was, I mean, it's impossible now to win eight regular season games. Mostly I could do is seven. But they win that BYU game, and then they just take one of these. And they were in position on... Every single one of them really except for Texas A&M. That's the only game where I felt like they just really, Texas A&M just kind of had an answer for them, no matter what. Um, but they needed to win one of those games. And now they're two games back of the pace that I had them at. And I had them going four and one down the stretch these last five games. And so they've got to win all of them just to get to seven. Got to win four of them just to get to six. So that's where we're at. Mr. Carter. Shout out, Mr. Carter. All right, everybody. He's been waiting to do that. He knew I was going to be walking over here. I want to thank everybody for watching. Another disappointing loss. I don't know if this is the walk and talk you wanted me to do. I'm sure you wanted fire and brimstone and all that stuff. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy. I mean, these walk and talks are getting repetitive. I mean, do I even keep doing them? Like, because I know what everybody wants to see, and I don't necessarily have that for you, so sorry. Individually, sum up, you don't get to be, you can, you can do whatever you want to do. You can be upset if you want. I shouldn't have said you don't get to be, but I guess I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. I mean, these are, like I said, therapy sessions for me as well. Me and you both together. All right, everybody, we're going to wrap it up. This has been a quite a long walk and talk actually 14 minute or all right that's it keep thinking if there's something else I want to say but I don't think there is all right everybody thanks for joining me Alabama 24 Arkansas 21 another close loss and that's where we are
We got basketball this week? All right, we're not going anymore. We've gone 14 minutes something. All right, Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. Like I'm Dave Portner here over, over and over again saying one, one bite, everybody knows the rules. All right, we'll catch you next time.